The Spread Show. Welcome to another COVID edition, re-COVID, COVID volume two, I believe is where we're at now. Uh, right? Is that where we're at? Is that the stage? Okay, I think it's. I think it's 1.5 that yep. remix. It's COVID 1.5. Masks are back. Vaxes work, but you st- the the mask it's it's complicated. So what we're gonna do is completely skip that part. Uh, despite the fact that me and Aunt and Jim are all going to Vegas, where it's very impacted for SummerSlam. A little worried, but uh, you know maybe things will cool down by the time we get there. But um. And I'm looking at the preseason schedule for our for a trip preseason NFL. What do we got? Uh, Oof, talking week two preseason, and you know I'm gonna get there a little early. The now. most important week of preseason. Yep, it's not week three; it's week two. And well, uh, but then you got to cool. do the math. And now there's since there's only three weeks, week two now becomes week three, which was the dress rehearsal in the full four week preseason. Oh. either way when it comes to these preseason bets i want winners i want winners i want to know who's winning who's losing (laughs) there's no lines up yet but uh we got some matchups let's go through thursday i'm flying in i'll be there just in time kickoff 4 30 patriots at eagles super bowl uh rematch now from a couple years ago Big big game. A lot of can we see Mac Jones? Are we gonna see Cam Newton? Nobody knows. It's preseason. Will Bill Belichick be coaching? Could be 50-50. Well, actually, that's a good point. And that's why I'm betting the Patriots no matter the line. Because either way, I'm getting Cam or I'm getting Mac Jones or I'm getting Stidham. And they're all about the same in quality, from what I can tell. Uh who else we got? We got Bengals football team, Chiefs Cardinals. Bills, Bears, Jets, Packers, little uh, little Zach Wilson action if he ever signs his contract. Ravens at Panthers. Love, huh? yeah, Ooh. Love. yeah, future of the franchise. Ravens, Panthers. Anyone excited for that? Uh, we got. Yeah, we'll see uh, our boy Walker. We're on McSwirly. JC <laughs> Horn. Oh, JC. Falcons. Mm, <laughs> Falcons, Dolphins. Uh, Lions, Steelers, Antsman, the big Lions uh, resurgence. Titans, yep. Bucks, that could be good. Uh, the Bucks have no backups. I'm just gonna assume they're gonna be terrible. They have not. Uh, wait, they have our boy. They have the quarterback, right? Who's the quarterback? Trask. They have Kyle Trask. That could be exciting. Yeah. Colts, Vikings. That's gonna be a nice five o'clock game on Saturday. Ant. A lot of these are mostly Saturday games, so we're gonna be very. Uh, involved, especially for these ones. Seven o'clock, we got Raiders, Rams, and Broncos, Seahawks. So this is post SummerSlam preseason football betting. And this this used to be an activity. This used to be an activity we would run through because we did not have the money to continue gambling at certain points, and we would literally have to sit in the sport book watching preseason football. Sadly. I can vouch. I had one of the worst losses of my gambling career. Do you remember? Oakland versus Arizona. It was like 11. I don't know why it was on. We were just passing through somewhere, and I thought I had it in the bag. Not so fast with the safety. 
Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, preseason always reminds me of the classic Raiders-Seahawks bet. You know, that's always the best bet. That's my first bet that I ever put in, won it. And I think you made the mistake of doing like a three-team parlay with it. And you missed oh, yeah. that. Yeah, yep. so. Uh, still, we're still making those mistakes today. Uh, Sunday, we have the Giants Browns. A little Sunday football. So Giants Browns at 10 a.m. Niners Chargers at 4.30. So, plenty. We got Trey Lance possibly on that, that Sunday. That could be fun. Might have to find a little place to get a couple wings, huh? <laughs> Everyone's geeked about, uh, about the preseason. Anything, uh, you know, that you, anyone wants to retract from the AFC episode at all? A lot of big AFC talk last week. I heard good things, but you know, I I didn't personally have anything I want to bring back. But anything you guys are rethinking? No, still the Chiefs to win. Fair enough. Uh, I did one thing I wanted to retract from last week. uh, You know, with my comments to Joe Mixon off the field, it wasn't you know had nothing to do with any domestic disputes or you know none of these guys are gonna you know get any uh get put over for any of that type of stuff i just wanted to clear the air there oh yeah when we talk about behavioral issues it's mostly guys you know being dicks to their teammates or you know doing stuff on twitter uh really just acting acting like a complete ass uh but yeah, in like a funny fun way yeah stuff like that and, and That's... if it is with the law it's, it's like self-detrimental i'm not talking about you know harming others or something like that but a lot of them you know oh yeah yeah they were doing stupid shit in a parking lot that's illegal to doing donuts, you know, stuff like oh. that. <laughs> yeah, we definitely aren't condoning donuts. actual c- criminal activity. <laughs> Unless, what about Michael Kendricks then? Because he actually legally was like in trouble for financial stuff. Uh, but gray area in the dog. <laughs> that is in the dog. I don't think you, that's a dog crime. If you ask me, so we'll get into no, that later. That's a blue collar. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. That's blue collar, brother. You go down a tick, you better show it on the field. There you go. Uh, big news. Aaron Rodgers showed up to camp and decided to do a very honest, open interview. Uh, Rich, how are you? How do you feel about the stuff that Aaron Rodgers has been saying? Because it's it's a little weird to me. I'll just say that. He's a weird dude. I just don't like him. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I just find it like, it's like he basically said that they don't respect some of the people that he likes by, you know, not re-signing them, I guess. And they didn't run it by him first. Look, I I can, I get what, I get that. Like, hey, you know, at least tell Aaron Rodgers what's going on, maybe. You don't have to, but they could. It's not like it hurts anything to be like, hey, Aaron, you know, we're releasing this guy. We're not going to re-sign this guy. But the fact that he's like, you know, we really got to get Randall Cobb back in here. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good for Randall. Good for Cobb, man. So have your, have someone have your back like that? Shit. I mean, what's Aaron Rodgers going to do when it's like, hey, uh, you know, uh, Cobb tore his, tore his knee up in three week three of the preseason. He's unavailable for the rest of the season. Like, you're down a receiver now, dude. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah. yeah, someone. Cobb was relevant in like 2011. Exactly. Yeah. Really weird. Um, but the way I had though from that Packers Rogers thing wasn't necessary. I mean, it, it it came down to me 
at a broader scope, like, um, it was interesting just the, the, the way that they changed around his contract essentially. So he has more outs. I'm just going to be interested to see how this plays out going forward in the NFL with either quarterbacks or star players that aren't getting what they want and are going to threaten to sit out unless they get, you know, changes made to their contract where they can get out earlier. Now it might be the new way to re up on the contract. Uh, you know, it's kind of weird, but. I will, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what's going to happen, Ant. You look at that man, uh, Jerry Jones, and when that, when that CBA comes around, I don't think these boys, <laughs> there's no chance. This is going to be squashed so fast. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's an interesting wrinkle, but I think a lot of things had to come together for that to work here for sure. Like a lot of guys aren't going to have the capability to just sit out, right? Mostly quarterbacks. Um, okay, some other things. Let's take a look here. We've got the odds for New England's week one quarterback. Let's take a look real quick, just because that was an AFC topic last week. New England, the Patriots quarterback odds. Will Mac Jones start week one? Yes, plus 300. No, minus 500. And are you taking the yes? No, no, I'm not going to take the yes. I just think with three weeks in preseason now, I think they still need to get – I think they're still at least trying to to see if Cam in year two of this kind of complicated offense can figure it out. So I think he's going to play a, a decent amount in preseason. Okay. Rich, do you think uh, – is this a bet worth putting any money on? What's the odds? Plus 500, you said? 300. 300. 300. You're tripling. No. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go and I would say if it was a little bit higher, if it was yeah, if it was five hundred, I'm in because then you're just saying, hey, if Cam gets injured or something weird happens, then I or he's you know, what if Cam is COVID positive or something, then hey, it just looks like shit in the preseason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it would be worth it at plus five hundred, three hundred. You're kind of throwing some some money around that you aren't getting a super great return on. So, um, okay. Let's see, what was the what were the odds on the Aaron Rodgers thing? I just want to check. Just to see what they were back in the day. Wow, you... tw- plus twenty two hundred to plus twelve hundred for Super Bowl? Oh, probably. I was just saying, uh, for his odds to return to the Packers. Um, I think it was what team will Aaron Rodgers play for in game one of the twenty twenty one season. And was I wrong when I seen that Denver and Green Bay are tied now? I must have been hearing something wrong, right? It was close. So it was minus 200 for Green Bay last week. And um, I believe it was last week. Yeah. And Denver was plus 175, which is kind of crazy that you wow. could have bet Aaron Rodgers to be back with the Packers at minus 220. <laughs> I mean, this. yeah, I don't know. That's That's insane. So you could have actually made a lot of money if you had some balls right there. Um, I don't see a whole lot else as that's popping up. The the betting sites still aren't super hot into props and stuff right now. Cool. All right, well, let's take a look. Uh, let's start with on the screen here. I've got the NFC South. It looks like everything's correct this time, right, Rich? Can you see everything? Yeah. Uh, I do want to point yeah, out to it, everyone. It looks incorrect. Why are the Saints plus 300? <laughs> I... I mean, you tell me, brother. Uh, it, so Cam Jordan uh, apparently takes a funny picture every year. 
if you look up his if you look up just Cameron Jordan like player picture whatever there's like six different ones where he just has different facial hair formations or he's making a funny face so that really threw me off on this and also made me not want to pick the Saints um the Bucks obviously the favorites here the Saints are at plus 300 the Panthers are way at the bottom at 1100 the Falcons are at plus 900. If you're watching on Twitch, you can see this is kind of a weird order. The reason being we took the division winners. We took basically last year's uh, order of finish in the division. So the Saints finished first. Bucks were second. The Panthers were third, which is really crazy. Uh, that threw me off. Coach now. I just I think it's weird that they finished above the – the Falcons were the worst team in this division last year. And I don't feel like they were significantly hampered or like extremely injured, right? Panthers or the Falcons? The Falcons. No, they had other defense got injured. But yeah, and they blew so many leads. They yeah, they blew all their leads, and Dan Quinn sucked. Uh, that that doesn't help. So I just that's crazy. Um, so Vegas does feel like there's a little bit of a shakeup this year. Obviously, they they feel like the Bucks are the favorites, followed by the Saints, then the Falcons. And somehow an improved Panthers team is going to be in last place. Um, and what is I your? Wanna... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Rich. Yeah. Why is there no Panthers up here? No what? Panther. Oh, see, I tried to find one. There was no good pictures of Christian McCaffrey. I'll tell you that much. They're pretty bad. Like as far as the ones that we could use for the pod. Uh, I mean, Sam Darnold doesn't really have a lot of Panthers action. Who else is there? Curtis Samuel. Is he still on the team? Uh, they lost somebody. Well, I, I would have gone with MVP J. Walker, brother. Okay. Well. DJ Moore? DJ Moore has a little dog in him. I like DJ. Uh Ant, what's your favorite bet in this division this year? Um my favorite bet is going to have to be Carolina, right? I mean Ooh. you're kind of an unknown in Sam Darnold, who was, you know, anyone coming from the Jets. I expect him to get somewhat better. Um, Christian McCaffrey coming off of injury. I don't know. I just think at plus 1100, I mean, it's kind of a no brainer for me. Even knowing, I mean, yeah. Okay. Actually, I'm going to agree with you a little bit there. I like the, the odds that, you know, that's kind of the first thing I look at when I'm like, which one is my favorite bet? 1100 is incredible. Um, but then I'm going to have to look at the other teams, in the division, the saints. I don't know what's going to happen with them. At like legitimately, I think Taysom Hill is going to start, which I didn't think last week, but this week I really do think that Taysom Hill is going to start, which isn't good for the Saints. Uh, the Falcons, they 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 have a way better coach, um, and I guess I like Kyle Pitts, but they also kind of gave up a Julio, which they didn't really need. I don't know. I felt like that was unnecessary, but they did it. The defense improved a lot over the last few games last year. Um, but they're still, they were the worst team in the division. So I can totally see the Panthers at least competing for second. So that's not a bad bet at all. Rich, what do you think? What's your favorite bet? Uh, Bucks minus 200. That's it. You're not going to tell me why you just, Oh, they have, have you seen their schedule, pal? They play this division. Yeah. They're going to sweep. They get the NFC East, which they're going to sweep. <laughs> Okay, you're penciling a All lot right, of wins. Dude, we're not going to do this. We're not doing this. Brother, the Bucks are going 14-3. and three. Book it. That's not bad. For, I could see them going 14-3, and three, though. 
I could yeah. like that's legit. Um, but I just like her too. I hate, oh, I hate that we had to like that team. Bruce, though, I mean, you were, love Bruce. Were, okay, I don't want to get into why I don't. They like were what? For average throughout the years. So what? They they got hot late. Like good job, but I don't think they were dominating throughout the year. Yeah, it took them a while to gel, but I think once they did, it it did get a little bit scary, and then sounds like you know Brady was a little dinged up. Uh, they were still what the second best passing team in the NFL, third in points. I don't know that team. That team figured some and they stuff. They were ten out. yards from going home in Green Bay, right? I mean, got my you know game of inches. I'm saying we're acting like they just breeze through the NFC. I don't think that it's going to be that easy. And Rich can sit up here and lie about saying he's, they're going to sweep the East and like sweep the division. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, last year they, I think they had 11 wins, right? So yeah, 11. Um, they were they were solid enough, like you said. It really just they caught fire on the back end. Um, I just think you know with the continuity and Tom Brady actually does have some time in the off season. There's a little more uh, cohesiveness in the off season than last off season, and that's kind of what's scary. So they didn't really lose anybody. They drafted poorly, I feel, but you know I think that's an okay bet. I don't know. I really don't have a favorite bet in this one. And neither of you have convinced me to pick one of those two teams. Um, really, maybe for I think I'm gonna go with the Bucks as well. I mean, some massive echo from someone's. Uh, but I really like I like the Bucks. I think just at minus two hundred, I feel like they're the safest team. They're the team that I know the most about. The Saints have a new quarterback. The the Panthers have a new quarterback. The Falcons have a new coach. Um. I know what I'm getting with the Bucks, I guess. So I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Sorry. Sorry, Ant. I can't do it. I don't have the I don't have got the balls. Um so we're gonna go Bucks minus two hundo. Alright, Ant, who's your dark horse? Uh my dark horse is also gonna be Carolina. For a okay. lot of the reasons I said before. I think there's just a lot of unknowns. I don't know the, uh, the exact same reasons you get back at Christian McCaffrey. I like the receiving core. It, a lot of it falls on Sam Darnold. Yep. I'm with you. Yeah. I like Carolina as a dark horse. I like, honestly, I like the Panther, the Falcons more. I thought you were a, kind of a believer in the Falcons. Me? Yeah. I thought you, you know, thought they might have a chance, you know, to be okay, to be a Don't playoff. Shot. Oh, okay. Nice. I we call them Atlanta. Maybe the last few. I mean, weeks. that's week to week betting, brother. Yeah. For an animal. Um, I, yeah, I think just the the value that I'm getting with the Panthers, a plus eleven hundred with a an actual maybe an actual quarterback. We'll see. Uh, McCaffrey's back. I really like the Robbie Anderson thing again. Uh, DJ Moore, I really like. Terrace Marshall. We'll get into him. I like him a lot. Um, I think the offense can be really solid. And then, um. You know, defensively, they've drafted guys. I don't know if it's all come together, but I think at least that would be kind of a fun team to see. There's a lot of unknown, and Vegas doesn't like unknown, and that's why they're at 1,100, uh, but that can help you out when it comes to betting. Rich, who's your favorite here as far as the dark horse? wanted to go Falcons, but can't talk to me. I got to go Panthers. I'm kind of cheering for Darnold. 
Yeah, Darnold, and then he has. I forgot they drafted Terrace Marshall Jr. And they got J.C. Horn. They got D.J. He has weapons. D.J. Moore, Robbie Anderson. Oh yeah, and CMC's back. And then uh, who was their backup? Mike Davis. Was it Mike Davis? Yeah, it was Mike Davis. He was. He's Atlanta's number one now, though, baby. <laughs> oh. Um, I like Carolina too, so I think that's a great dark horse bet, Ant. And I think you know. That's a team that you can root for at least because a lot of people don't want to root for Brady and the Bucks. Um, the Saints are kind of whatever, they're in flux. Uh, so at least that's a fun team to bet for if you've got a long shot bet. All right, who and are I we? Guess how I, I look at it as to me, the Panthers and the Saints have a lot of the same questions. You're telling me that the Saints are at plus 300 with these questions just because they have maybe Sean Payton? Yeah, Sean Payton. They have, I mean, you got to remember the Saints always have like a roster at least but michael thomas is going to be out now for what six weeks or so so yeah there's there's a lot of questions for me uh so that leads me to our our uh next one here the stay away i'm gonna go saints for the stay away i just i don't like Taysom hill i don't like Jameis winston i don't like my money being bet on either of those uh quarterbacks what about you rich uh, stay away to the Saints. Yeah. And uh, all these odds are courtesy of William Hill, by the way, if anyone's Jason, wondering. Jason Wint. Jason Wint. Is this a date to Jason Winston combining the two guys? <laughs> Jason Winston <laughs> in the fourth quarter down six, having a driver score a touchdown. Can't do it. Yeah. No, that's, that's a tough bet. <laughs> what about you, Ant? I'm I'm rolling with both of you. I'm never taking uh, a, a a team with the second best odds in division with no actual starting quarterback as we speak. Uh, I'm not going to put my money in them. They do have someone that's going to come up on a later list here. Uh, you know, just want to throw that out there. Um, Very true. So let's talk about some exciting rookies. Rich, who's your favorite rookie uh, to watch here in this division, the NFC South? No, I'm not going to take Ants, guys. So I'm going to go with my boy Kyle Pitts. Okay. Hard not to be intrigued, at least. I really want to see what he's going to do. Um, yeah, well, dude, you know Arthur Smith's going to get him open. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Uh, and I mean, who's your guy? I would have preferred oh, for they still have Julio, but fuck it, just put him in the same spot. I I really just think you should have just kept Julio and cut everyone else on the roster <laughs> at that point. <clears throat> um, and who's your guy for uh, the rookie? I mean, come on. It's been J.C. Horn for a while. I can't give up now. Yep. He's one of my favorite yep. players in the league somehow without taking a snap. So, uh, you know, it's going to be exciting to see. Oh, I was hoping to, you know, yeah, because uh, I think one of the things I said that I was excited about, he was going to get to tangle with Julio, Thomas, and Evans, but, you know, it'll be uh, Ridley now. But uh, two other matchups with uh, very elite receivers in year one, I'm, I'm guessing Carolina's going to ask him to do a lot that should be fun to watch. Yep, very excited for him. Um, man, there's three for me. I think this division drafted pretty well, but I really like the the Panthers draft. Obviously, I won't take J.C. Horn. I don't want to double up. Uh, I will point out, here's, I'm going to let you guys decide, but I like Terrace Marshall a lot. Uh, he was a second rounder. And he's going to be filling in for Curtis Samuel, which a lot of people probably don't realize because they didn't watch a lot of Panthers football, but I really liked Curtis Samuel. Uh, he was in the slots on 77% of his routes last season. Um, Just going deep. Yeah, so I want to see I want to see Terrace out there. Uh, and 
hopefully, you know, just build some chemistry with Darnold. The other guy I really like, same team, Chubba Hubbard. I was going to say. <laughs> I like Chubba Hubbard. I've never not, I mean, I, I every time I see Chubba Hubbard, he's always doing something. So I feel like it was a solid pick. Fourth rounder, I believe. Um, we saw what happened with McCaffrey last year. Hopefully they don't put McCaffrey out on like 90% of the snaps again. <laughs> I hope. Uh, and Chubba takes that. That Mike Davis role, right? Yeah, I think it's a good pick. Like, that's a really solid pickup. Um, so, Chubba could be really Got good. Thunder and lightning, as they say. Yes, and I love Rayshon Slater. Uh, wait, no. Wait, did he go to the? Did he go there, or did he go to the Chargers? No. Did they get a Chargers? Did they take an? Did they take an old lineman? BYU guy, I believe. Oh, never mind. Well, then, just between Chubba and uh, Terrace Marshall. I don't know. Which one do you guys pick? Chubba based on... I don't know. Ter- Terrace Marshall's... I like Terrace Marshall. Okay. Yeah. How many, I'll put Marshall down. How many? Okay. What's the best coach and QB combo in this in the- uh, division, Ant? Um, much as I talked shit about him earlier, I mean, it, it obviously is, is Arian to be right. I mean... Yeah. Come on. I think if you're looking outside of that, it's I, I do like the the Matty Ice and um, Art pairing, Art Smith. Really excited about that. So, but yeah, B A and Bruce, a B A and uh, Brady right now. I mean, I'm assuming you have no objection to that, Rich. Oh yeah, it's not even close. I would have just picked B A in it in general. You know, so uh, let's head to the NFC. Well, isn't BA the same guy that Ants was going to be the first one to croak on the first one line? to croak on? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. I that's that's just it. Nobody's done it yet. I just said he'd be the first to do it. It's true. He already was when he was visiting Biden. Did you see how ready he was the other day when he was he was hit pissed about the uh, the the armbands? <laughs> he was fucking yeah. hot about that. I wonder yeah, if I can pull watch, his, watch himself. <laughs> um, let's go NFC North. Uh, we got the Packers. They finished first last year, obviously, minus 150. They've got Rodgers. So, um, you know, obviously those odds could have been in flux recently. Uh, the Bears finished second last year, plus 475. Mm. Another weird one. Like, no one felt good about the Bears, but they finished second. The Vikings at plus 250, getting some respect back this year. And then the Lions at plus 2,500 to round it out. They finished fourth last year. Vegas thinks they're going to finish fourth this year. Uh, Does that order make sense to you, Rich? Packers, Vikings, Bears, Lions. Ugh. No. Bears should still be over the Vikings. Wow, that's actually really so. Are you assuming that Justin Fields starts? Yes. Okay. I hope Justin Fields starts. I've seen Andy Dalton play. <laughs> Very true. Uh, and who do you like uh, in this division as far as your favorite bet to lay down for the North? Um, I think my favorite bet is going to be Chicago. I'm basing it off of uh, uh, you know, I think Rodgers will be there all year, but you never know. Maybe he gets shipped away. And maybe, um, you know, maybe Fields gets a chance, you know, in first couple games to come in and he's electric. You know, I think it's kind of a long shot. I, I 
don't love Minnesota though, and I for as much as I said I love Detroit, like as far as like winning the division, I I don't see it, and I think that's what we're talking about, right? Like winning the division. Yeah, your favorite bet. You're like, hey, you know what? I actually want to win money. This isn't a a long shot. Yeah. Like a yeah. It, it has to be the Bears. Okay. Uh, okay. And Rich, what do you got? Bears. Hey, I hate Chicago too. Plus four seventy five. You guys are rolling the Bears, huh? I just like Justin Fields that much. I mean, that, I, that team is dog shit. Just because you guys are, let me at least try to make some sort of a damn. I mean, goddamn. Make me an make talk me into the Lions. <laughs> I'm not talking to you into the Lions, unfortunately. Okay. Um. So, I just think the you know, the Vikings had a crazy year last year. Uh, as far as um, they basically went into the season with no corners, right? We talked about that a lot last year. We bet against them a lot. Um, but here's the thing: their their offense is actually still really good. Like, I know Kirk Cousins is weird, and we kind of think of him as a very average quarterback. But they have Dalvin Cook, they have Thielen, they have Justin Jefferson. Like, that's very, uh, very scary for any defense. Um, that offense should keep them in games and defensively. I think, did they, who did they add? Who's their corner? Did they had Patrick Peterson. Yeah. I'm not saying that's a good addition. First off, don't, <laughs> but it is at least someone that might be able to help, um, their young guys, uh, in the film room and maybe just get better in general. Plus those guys had a whole year getting snaps and getting better. Um, and I think Michael, so Michael Pierce, I mean, one of their D tackles, basically sat out last year because of COVID. The defense is going to be good. Cousins is good. Like, he's he's good. I think at this point, we just have to say he's good. Um, and I think they brought in Xavier Woods, right, Rich? Correct. So those are, I mean, they made some solid additions. I think that at plus 250, if the if the Packers fall apart, like, I think things could get really shitty with the Packers with this whole situation. I think the Vikings are the net most stable team in this division. Um, the Bears, I th I think that Matt, Na I could never bet money on Matt Nagy. I think he's going to be done after this season. I don't care what happens. He's trash. Like, he's absolutely terrible. Who are we bringing in from Ohio State, Rich, to replace Matt Nagy? Uh, Ryan Day. There we go. He's coming in. Ryan Day is going to be the new coach. Uh... I think that I think that Bears team absolutely underachieves this year. Um, even with Justin Fields. Like I feel bad for Justin Fields, but I, I don't I don't see it. Matt Nagy sucks, so I'm gonna go with Mike Zimmer, the strong defense, a a good running game, a solid quarterback and great weapons at plus two fifty. So if that doesn't convince you, I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. I didn't even mention Dalvin Cook. <laughs> well, you can't really mention Dalvin Cook because he's only there for eight games. Brother, those eight games is getting twelve hundred yards. Yeah, but they added another game this season, which isn't gonna oh, help them. <laughs> the Vikings just had really bad luck last year, man. Um, I mean, most of it was due to their GM's usually pretty smart, but he did not uh, did not make great decisions when it came to their secondary. So I did um, like—is it this week or last week they did pick up DD Westbrook? Sure. I don't know why I've always liked him coming out. I think it's because his name's Dee Dee. That's probably true. <laughs> I do not like the Vikings schedule early. Uh, luckily, they opened with the Bengals, 
but that's at mm-hmm. Cincy. That's kind of scary. Uh, the Cardinals, they play the Cardinals in Arizona. That could be kind of scary. Then they play the Seahawks and Browns. Like, that's a tough first part of the season, man. Um, but luckily, they play the Lions, Panthers, and Cowboys after that, so they should be good. But yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going uh, Vikings. Um, anyone want to change anything? Or are we sticking with the Bears at plus 475? going with you with the vikings i forgot matt Nagy is still the coach dude i i really do i can't stand that dude i think he's been absolutely trash uh so i don't I know, know. I, I think you guys are being a bit harsh on a guy who would drug trubisky to a, a winning record and when he absolutely could, rubbish when they could have drafted he wanted trubisky when they could have had mahomes or watson no but i'm just saying they got trubisky and he made you know chicken salad out of chicken shit I don't know I mean, that he I did. Mean, I really don't know that he did. So you think Trubisky's better than... No, I just... I don't think he... Like, I think a good coach... I think Shanahan... Like, if you look at Shanahan, like, he dragged... He, he took Jimmy Garoppolo to a Super Bowl, you know? I think there's coaches that drag really bad players up. Like, they, I think Nagy basically think... got what he could get out of... You know, he didn't get anything extra, I would say. I don't. Yeah, I, I really don't think that it's not like the offense was great. Like their defense was solid. Um, so he did some cool stuff occasionally, but I don't feel like he was that great of it. I he was supposed to be like a like in the Shanahan McVay realm, right? Like that was his his rep, and I don't think he's ever done that. I think we're I think we're just we're having differences on Trubisky because I think Trubisky brought him down. I, I think he got more out of Trubisky than what Trubisky even had to offer. But I think Nagy was playing with a maxed out offense. That's all he could possibly get, in my opinion. But I mean, time is going to tell, right? Let's see what he does. Yeah. In the field. No, I don't know. I just look at like the their play action numbers. I look at their like just like the plays that they call. And if you look at like the advanced numbers, like he's not he's not in, he's not that type of coach. So it's really weird. Not that guy, pal. He's not that guy. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Like they, they basically, yeah. If you look at like some of their twelve personnel stats and how they'd made no adjustments, like it was terrible. Um, but I think is I think Bill Lazor's still there, and he like improved a little bit. He clearly helped Trubisky, and Trubisky's obviously gone now. But um, maybe Bill Lazor will be a better play caller. So let's see. So that that would leave us at Vikings plus two fifty, Bears plus four seventy five. So we'll stick Vikings in there since Rich flipped. And we'll go Dark Horse, Ant. What do you think on a Dark Horse? You want to go Chicago? Don't do it. You know what you want to do here. Mm. I know what I want to do, but it's not going to make sense. (laughs) Oh, but it's... Okay, I'm just going to go and say it. My Dark Horse is Green Bay. Oh, Green Bay. What? Rodgers all year. That is a fucking lock and a half. You go ahead and you take 20 grand or whatever the hell you have in your savings <laughs> and you throw it on them because they're winning that division hands down. That's a dark horse pick. I'm sorry. I don't know if Rodgers is going to be there. It might not make sense. It probably doesn't. But I'm taking Green Bay as a dark horse at minus 150 if Rodgers is going to be healthy in there all year. What do you think about that logic, Rich? Can we? Does that stand? It does stand because uh, Aaron Rodgers could take his uh ball and go home at any time yeah that's true what if rogers just dips out 
Minus 150 does imply some risk. So and fuck and tells us just to put all our money on it. <laughs> okay, we're going Green Bay at minus one. I can't believe you didn't you didn't go you guys didn't go Lions. You guys love the Lions. Oh, you yeah. guys know how I feel about the Lions. I think they're a, a second tier wild card playoff team. I'm just giving you my the honest opinion as far as division winning. Who's gonna yeah. win and Dark Horse to win it? Well, I know that sounds stupid because Green Bay's favored. But you you get what I mean. Traditionally, you know, the Bears are in a good spot to be a dark horse here at plus 475 because they might be bringing in a quarterback and they might be doing exactly what Ant said and replacing an absolutely atrocious quarterback that the coach had to bring up to a good level, replacing him with a very good quarterback to a team that was already a playoff team. So, um, yeah, that's... You know what? I'm done. I'm not going to do it no more. All right, you guys did it. I'm a, You're going to get me on record. I'm I'm flipping to the Lions. The Lions are yeah. one of my favorites. And, you know, I tried to stay away from it. I don't want you guys to go back in a year and shit on me, but it's I've said it privately. Um, I think with Jared Goff, I don't think he's as bad as people think. I think that offensive line is going to be really good. I think this is going to be a physical team, and I think it's going to be a team that's going to be in a lot of games. I don't think they're going to get their doors blown off. Give me the fuck. I'm, I'm all in on the Lions this year. I, not, could, I this be, could this be a T-Jack... Seahawks Pete Carroll situation. You, you know what I mean? Hey man, just stay in the game till the fourth, right? Other Run the ball. Eat, hit some, bite some kneecaps. I'm going Lions too. I just love the 2500 in a in a division that was it is very strange. I'll say that much. But they're gonna have the they should have the defense with Dan Campbell. I love their offensive line. Um, and they brought in a bunch of pros uh, as assistants. So I think it's going to be a solid team. I think it'll be fine. And if you know what, if you lose on a plus 2,500, that should be expected. So don't freak out. Who's, who are you staying away from here, Ant? Uh, I am staying away from the. <laughs> All these teams. I'm staying away from the Packers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's obvious, right? I, I, if I was betting against them, I'd say, you know, like Rodgers isn't going to be there all year. Rodgers has missed out on X, Y, and Z. Rodgers might get hurt. He's had injury problems in the past. You know, just kind of stay away from him. And one of the best players in the league may or may not be there. Bottom line. Yeah, exactly. What about you? Uh, and also, like, I don't like the Packers if, if Rodgers gets hurt or Devontae Adams gets hurt, I immediately am throwing up if I have that bet. Rich, do you agree? Yeah, uh, Devontae Adams wants to be paid. Aaron Rodgers wants out. I hate their drafts. I I hate the Packers. Okay, stay away. Yeah, I think we all stay away from the Packers here. Uh, you're paying money first off just to get the Packers. So, um, and who's your uh, rookie for the NFC North? Um, mine gets kind of weird. Being honest. Because I kind of had him picked out before this Cobb thing happened. Um, I personally thought Amari Rogers out of Clemson. He was a guy who had been at Clemson for a while, caught a lot of balls, had shown he had you know great production there. And I thought out of the slot he would be exactly what Rogers needed. Um, you know he has Adams outside, and he had a kind of a bunch of a no names got no name guys that he was you know Tunyon and and making some other guys better than what I thought they were. I thought Rodgers was kind of a steal. I think he was a third-round pick. 
I just really liked his production. And he's a, I thought he was just a smart football player who could immediately come and get on the same page with Rodgers. I will admit, I don't know how that stands now that Rodgers uh, just asked for Cobb without seeing Rodgers. So uh, it gets really awkward. Yeah, he was a third-round pick. You're correct. Um, he, in 2020 at Clemson, 33% of his targets came on screens and jet sweeps. I don't feel like Cobb still – you think they're going to use Randall Cobb for that? Because that is exactly what he was doing uh, back when he was in Green Bay. 28% of Cobb's um, routes were uh, screens and jet sweeps. So very close I, to that Clemson guess- number from Amari Rodgers. It comes down to, I don't think Cobb should be used in any way at this point in his career. So I don't know how they're expecting to use him. Maybe just uh, 99% slant routes. I That's what I was feeling. I don't know. Like, I feel like they can still use Amari Rodgers effectively. Hopefully, you know, if their coach believes in him. But I think that's a great pick. I like it. Uh, who do you got, Rich? Uh, and, you know, Justin Fields is my boy, but I can't go with him. But I'm going to go with uh, the Lions late third round pick. Ifutu Melifonwu. Okay. From, from Syracuse, 6'2", what, 205, runs a 4440, just long. A guy Dan Campbell is going to love. Oh, yeah. Really giving me Obi Melifonwu uh, vibes from a, cu- from a couple years ago when we thought uh, he was going to be good out of Connecticut. But, you know, I didn't mind him. I'm just saying it, it kind of scares me. But I kind of liked it, too. I didn't want to say it. Um. I don't know. Do you think he's going to play that much, Rich? Fuck, brother, who else have they got out there? <laughs> I don't know, but he... I don't know, dude. He's an athlete, I'll tell you that much. He's raw. He can run. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go with Pene Sewell, just because it might turn out that he was the best player in this draft, and he just got slept on. I think it's kind of crazy that, you know... He might he legit might be the best player in the draft. So it'll be he interesting to see. Seven. I just want to see if this team, you know, um is really just like paving the road, you know what I'm saying? Like the, if their offensive line is just absolutely disgusting with Sewell, that would be crazy. It'd be really cool to see that um and see him be super successful. I didn't really like the other players that were drafted. I like I love Justin Fields, but didn't really like anyone else in this entire division. Um, we can go over you a few guys. guys. Uh, you guys might shit on me, and that's <laughs> fine. Um, but I will say I don't mind the Kellen Mond pick from Minnesota. And I know he was a guy that a lot of people had uh, criticized coming out of A&M for his problems. But he has a, a massive arm. And, it, and I'm not saying he will ever be Mahomes, obviously. I just think he has some tools there that are good to work with. And I think it was a solid pick for a team that might be looking for a quarterback in a couple of years and he can sit and kind of, uh, you know, progress. I don't know, just a guy to watch. I, I kind of like at least some of the tools he has, if he can uh, tweak some of his shit. Yeah, it'll be nice to see him in preseason, right? See what he's got. Maybe someone we throw some money on, Ant. Mm. <laughs> I like that. All right, Rich, what's your favorite coach-quarterback combo in this uh, in this division? Lord. Give me, oh God! <laughs> Give me Kirk Cousins. And, oh uh, no, he did it! He pulled the trigger. And who you got? Are you doing the Rogers thing just because Rogers is out? He trades the Trump card. 
I'm going with Dan. Ke- no, I'm kidding. I'm going with uh, Matt. La- I'm going with Matt Lafleur and, and uh, Aaron Rodgers. Hard not to. I I have the same issues with Lafleur that I have with uh that I have with Matt Nagy, but he has Aaron Rodgers, so uh you know that kind of covers a lot of. But I'm going Rodgers as well with Matt Nagy just because it's Aaron Rodgers and he was the MVP. Uh, so yeah. And let's be clear about these. Some of these quarterbacks in these divisions are, you know, carrying the coach. Yes, so, absolutely. Like, like this one. Yeah. If, if if anyone else was under center, I, I'm not going. But a lot of these quarterbacks can just carry their coach and make them look a lot better uh, than I think they are. Coach-wise, I'm just a big Mike Zimmer fan, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's, no is, nonsense, it looks like, I don't know, personally. This is where we're going, Rich. The NFC East. Oh, shit. What a... And I want to know why Graham has Graham has against animals? Yeah, brother, he left out the Panthers, the Lions, and now the Eagles. Brother, who am I going to put from the Lions? They don't deserve a spot. Second off, the Eagles were an absolutely – they were a dumpster Dan fire. I love Dan Campbell. I just couldn't get – I couldn't clear the, the rights to Dan Campbell's images. And I think the nudes that I had I couldn't put on Twitch, so it was a problem. Um, So we got the last year's finishing order was the uh, Washington football team. The Giants finished second. The Cowboys <laughs> – the Cowboys finished third. The Eagles were fourth. Uh, this year, Vegas sees it as Cowboys are the favorites at plus 115. The mm. Washington football team at second at plus 260. The Giants at plus 425. And the Eagles at plus 500. This division is supposed to be close, man. Uh, Rich, who do you have winning this division as your favorite bet? The one that you'd be happy to put money down on in Vegas. Is it? It's the Washington football team. Okay, makes your case. That defense is disgusting. You can't you can't run on them. They're gonna get to the quarterback. They're gonna apply pressure. It's, you don't want that game just gonna be nasty. You have to go to the FedEx field. There's mud and oh, dirt yeah. all over the place. They're gonna just muff it up. Disgusting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Washington at plus two sixty. Uh, they are the runner-up. Ant, what do you uh, think is your favorite bet? If you were to be in Vegas right now, living it up, what kind of money are you throwing down? Um, I'm not going to kid myself and you know be a mark or some guy who's not going to do it because Rich is here. I, it's the Cowboys. I mean, oh, no. let's just look. Let's just look at talent, like talent and quarterback. It's no brainer, and they're and you're still getting you know plus on a bet. You know, it may be one fifteen, but. You're telling me the Cowboys aren't fucking favored to win this division, dude? I mean, let's get real. Well, they are favored. Excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, as far as they're still like plus one fifteen, I thought they were. Oh be yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. My bad. No, that makes sense. Um, I'm going to go with Rich. Don't do it. Okay. I like plus two. Giants. <laughs> I like plus two sixty here. I think. You know, I think it's a toss-up between the Cowboys and the the football team. Uh, I really love what Ron Rivera did last year. I've never been a believer in Ron, but what he did last year, I think, was pretty impressive. Um, I love that defense. And I think last year we talked about it a lot, Ant. They have just a bunch of young guys that we really believe in and that we like, whether it's Terry McLaurin, 
Chase Young. I mean, Antonio Gibson. Like, they have a bunch of dudes that it's just like, damn, he's pretty. He's just a pretty solid player. Whether that's good enough to you know win a fucking playoff game, I don't know. But and and Brand, you mentioned it earlier, but it it kind of uh it made me think this Washington team kind of reminds me of that early Pete Carroll T Jack team had a bunch of people you were really excited about um on defense especially and I think you're kind of looking for that quarterback and if Washington can get that quarterback I don't know who that might be in the in the next couple of years but I think they'll be a, a really really viable and dangerous team yeah and let's look at what happened last year here was last year's Washington football team lineup week one Dwayne Haskins week two Haskins week three Haskins week four Haskins week five Kyle Allen and Alex Smith Week six, Kyle Allen. Week seven, Kyle Allen. Week nine, Kyle Allen and Alex Smith. Week 10 through 13, Alex Smith. Week 14, Smith and Haskins. Week, I mean, it's just, it's just and not. And this good. was a seven win team that won the division. Am I correct? Yes. Correct. And to stretch seven wins out of that. Uh, um, shout out to Juan Rivera. Yeah. And we had, you know, we have Ryan Fitzmagic coming in. That's going to be interesting. Um, I believe they brought in William Jackson, cornerback as well, who I I really have always liked. Um, and who's their who did they bring as a rookie? Was it Jamin Davis? Yeah, linebacker. Yeah. Um, yeah, Fitzpatrick now, and then I really really like Curtis Samuel coming in. Uh, just on the other side, like him and Terry, that could be a a nice pass. I mean, I don't think Cam ever had two. I don't think Cam ever had two, you know, receivers. I don't know if Ron and Cam had two receivers that were complimentary or good like that in uh, in Carolina. Yeah, they always had one. So, and one was Greg Olson. (laughs) Um, And think about the other, you know, that D-line is scary, man. Like, uh, Ant, you talked about him the other day, but Jonathan Allen, um, I think he ranked seventh among interior pass rushers last year. And Chase Young, I believe, also was like right in that as an edge rusher. They were one of only three teams with a player in the top 10 on both lists. Uh, So (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what you do with that defense. So as long as they're healthy, I feel like this team is going to be really solid. And if I'm getting them at plus 260 uh, over a Cowboys team that just always seems to have some weird shit going on, um, especially the today, what was it, Dak had to... He basically didn't didn't practice, Rich. Yeah, sore, sore, sore shoulder. Yeah, so I I don't know, man. I I just really like the steady hand of Ron Rivera. I just like like I don't like Mike McCarthy either. Like I'm not putting my money on Mike McCarthy. So give me a uh, give me Ron for sure. Uh, hopefully, it becomes Riverboat Ron too again. <laughs> I I'm a little worried about the run game, but you know. What Gibson? Gibson's fine. Darius guys die or did he get a uh, yeah he, no they he cleared was, him of that but he, they did shit. clear him but he's he was off the team last year sure. uh yeah I do like McKissick and but it sounds like McKissick has been bulking up to be like a the number one running it's weird it's wow. weird I don't, <laughs> I don't like Not what you want to see out of JD <laughs> yeah guys a little scat back all right so I'm putting our our consensus down as Washington plus two sixty. And who's your dark horse? Uh, this was very easy for me. I think the Giants are easily the dark horse of this division. Um, you know, we all kind of joke about Danny Dimes. 
I think if he can come out and have just a solid year with the with the healthy Saquon Barkley and and let's not forget it, Evan Ingram and then you bring in uh, I believe a Kenny Galladay. Yeah. I just the offense is Darius really Tony. Good. Yeah, Tony was drafted in the first or second round. You just bring in a lot of offensive firepower, and I know their defense still has some holes, but in a in a division that isn't crazy top heavy, you know, and, and I don't think that, that Dallas has a, a much better defense or better at all. Look at New York, who might be able to go blow for blow with them. And a lot of it's going to come down to uh, Daniel Jones, though. I, I really like them at plus four twenty-five. I'm right there with you. Same, same reasoning. I like the fact that Saquon's back, and I really like that they're like, hey, we, you know, we have to try to believe in Daniel Jones. It's make or make or break right now. So let's get him some weapons at least. Um, and on top of that, let's not just, you know, say they brought in weapons. They brought in the guy who makes, who only catches the most contested. Balls. Right. So Dimes, like Danny Dimes, there's not that much of an excuse, dude. You throw it up to Galladay, and a lot of times he's going to come down with it, uh, ask Stafford. So, yep. Uh, what about you, Rich? Who's your dark horse? Um, giant. They have so many weapons, and then they have Daniel Jones. That's it? Yeah, brother, they... I don't like the Giants. Eagles have a running back playing quarterback. <laughs> uh, the best bet's probably just to go to the Washington football team again. Yeah, two sixties, good odds. I gotta go. What do you mean? Team again. If if you're if you're looking at an actual dark horse, I mean that's four twenty five. Um, you know that's that's a, a really good they, amount. They have Jason Garrett calling the plays. Fuck that. That the is Washington the problem. Team's gonna be my shit. Well, he's not leading in though. He's just sitting there calling the plays. He can clap, you know, when they get a first down. It's chasing. Yeah, Gary, that means you know? Saquon's gonna get you the know? ball. Yeah. Yeah. What happened last year? Tore his shit. <laughs> Are we all staying it's away true. from the Eagles? Yeah. 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 I. I don't. I just. I'd like to see what the Eagles figure out. Is you can't tell me that if the Giants are at four twenty-five, the Eagles should be at five hundred. That's just not right in my it just can't be like if that team has so many holes and some disgruntled players uh, uh zach Ertz, who you know didn't know if he was going to be there i think he might i don't it's just it's just kind of a team thrown together in certain ways the defense has always been looking for more even if they overpay for me it's just weird it just doesn't seem like that much of a chance and i could be wrong on Hertz. i don't mind him but right don't get me wrong points. it you're right about the number i feel like uh, it's due to the fact that last year, probably even by in week 12, 13, it would look like the Eagles could win the division still. I mean, they finished 4-11-1, um, basically finished could have finished second with the win. I don't know. It's just this this division can be close, and every year all of them are competing to go 8-8. Eight and eight. This year that's not possible, so I'm really interested to see what happens. But, yeah, I, I'm staying away from the Eagles, as you said. Too many holes, just a bunch of stuff thrown together. Weird coaching situation. I don't understand what's going on. Uh, Richard, cool with that? Yeah, I'm cool with staying away from the Eagles. Okay. Who's your guys? Who's your favorite rookie, Rich? Devontae Smith. Okay. Yeah, it's hard to argue that one. Um, it just I sucks really... to the Eagles and he's playing with Jalen Hurts again. So I have most of plays with the real quarterback like Mac Jones. <laughs> okay. Uh my favorite rookie year has, has been uh Micah Parsons for a while. 
I just really like Micah Parsons. I feel like, and I don't want to project anything, but goddamn, I could see this kid eventually making his way onto Ant's Doll power rankings. So, um, I, I just want to throw it out there. I don't, I don't know. Uh, and all rookie team for top dogs. Okay, nice. Yeah, you're right. Um, I, I, I don't want to. Uh, Graham, someone said, look at Twitch chat. I just got that, that text. What did they write? Oh no. Man, someone uh, said, "Game boys winning the East all. the East all day. No shot I told you they'd win it, dude. Um, as much as I'd like to go, Micah Parsons. Um, as my, I, I was gonna go Micah Parsons until Branded, uh, but I'll go off the board a bit and I'll go with um, Aziz Ojulari. I, I like to pick up from from the Giants there on a defense that was struggling a bit. I think it's a guy who can do multiple things for him and just make him a little bit better on a defense that's not very good. So, uh, but I do like Parsons. I have to change my pick. I feel like you, do you want Parsons back? I do want Parsons back. Okay. I love Parsons. I'm going to give you Parsons. I'm going with Kadarius Tony. He's my favorite uh, rookie in this division. I love okay. that. Is it because he got COVID already? <laughs> get it out of the way early huh um i dude i think that he could be exceptional like to be used now we saw what what i just read about randall cobb you know it just you can put him all over the place and i'm glad that they have galladay like it's not one of those weird situations like the fucking raiders taking uh the dude from bama last year and just like not letting him run any of the routes he usually ran in college (laughs) like if they use tony the right way uh, slot and backfield, then good. We're good. You know, you could be exciting. You just can't underestimate the power of like just the juice. Like Parsons is gonna bring. Oh, I absolutely love him. And and it might be a it might be a it might uh, like a team might have a third and fifteen and they might get fourteen yards on it and everyone's scratching their head on how the Cowboys let them get fourteen and Parsons is gonna be the one just dogging their ass out that they didn't get the first. Like, I don't know. I can't really quantify that type of shit, but I love it, and, and I think it's big for defenses. Yep. Yeah, I, I I agree. I'm totally on the Micah Parsons hype train, even though Rich hates him and said that he's got the worst linebacker of all time and said that Devontae Smith was going to be a better player. That you did say that before anything happens and he becomes a pro bowler in year one. Yeah. I just want to take a linebacker at 10. Well, wherever we took him. <laughs> You're not you're not going to come close to what you were saying in private text. That's okay. You know, I came out with the Lions. You know, maybe I'm not ready to go on 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 uh, record with that yet. Hey, Rich, just, you know, as Jake said, you just capping, bro. <laughs> just cap, coach. Just cap but, hey, but the, can we do a little dark horse and that uh, Kelvin Joseph now airplane mode? <laughs> Doing a dark just to get the Kelvin Joseph. You said that I'm. I'm Airplane mode. Dark horse rookie. What is that? Airplane. This this guy. Honestly, and you need to keep. You better get the binoculars out because I'm seeing dog from a mile away. If you're coming out with with airplane mode before preseason starts, (laughs) dude, I'm with you. He has as much dog as the next guy off the field. But what the fuck has he done? He can't stay on the field. That's the problem. I really don't know who. What's his name? Kelvin Joseph. He got kicked off with three SEC teams. 
I'm so excited about this guy now. I'm really excited. In the second round, it's fucking great. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. What is this? On throws at least seven yards downfield, Joseph allowed a deserved catch rate of 81.8%, which is among the worst rates in the SEC. <laughs> yes. Well, and you about, know he was doing short, that. What about the short game? You know he was doing that no fly zone after after someone dropped the other, like, 19%. No, after they dropped it, after they just gained, like, 17. <laughs> Fuck you, shit. You ain't shit. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know where to put this guy. He, he, he has a lot of the traits I like to see off the field. Uh, doesn't really add up to uh, anything he's doing on the field. It, it's going to be a close watch for me in this upcoming year. Oh, I'll have him, uh, you know, I'll have him on my watch list as far as dogs. Well, we'll find out, brother. Uh, who's your favorite coach QB combo here, Rich? I got to go with Dak, I guess, by default. Okay. And I mean, Mike McCarthy, because he's the second best head coach in the division. Ooh. Might be right. Oh, yeah, you might be right. Eagles have a special teams coach, I think. Yeah. Is it Nick Sirianni? Is that the coach? Damn. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about this division. Uh, <laughs> not this division's a, so bad. The talent pool isn't there. Uh, Aunt, who's your favorite coach QB combo here? Yeah, let's not get crazy. It, it's McCarthy and Dak. It's, you got to take the Super Bowl guy with the best quarterback. I mean, what do you I mean, say? What are you going to say, Joe Judge and Daniel Jones? Are we really going <laughs> to? I don't know what the fuck you do with that. Uh, NFC West. Let's see it. We're getting there finally. Um, the last year, the best division out of the SEC West. <laughs> oh God, he has the gift of Dak. Shit. Uh, put some more shorts on. <laughs> uh, so last year the Seahawks win the division. The Rams followed. The Cardinals were third. The San Fran 49ers had the season from hell, so they finished fourth. This year Vegas season is a little bit of a shakeup. They got the Rams favored. The Niners second. The Seahawks third. And the mm. Cardinals fourth. Everyone's getting plus odds here. Uh, and is this disrespectful? To anybody in the division. Um, I think this is actually really, really fair. I don't mind these odds uh, one bit, actually, if I'm being 100% honest. I think you have question marks um, with all of these teams. I mean, and maybe I'm being a bit of a mark, but do I think that Seattle should be eh, 280? I mean, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's pretty high. But you know, huh? I I think two eighty is pretty high. But between those top the top three teams, San Fran, L.A., and Seattle, uh, I mean, you you take your pick at that point. Exactly. That's basically what they're saying. I would probably have Seattle down at two hundred as well. If I'm being honest, I wouldn't mind uh, the the Rams being at one eighty. Um, and, and both I don't know about San Fran. I really don't. I think that's a weird question mark. But you know. Uh, they have a really good uh, foundation there and some good some good players, so I can't be that mad. Yeah. San Fran's definitely due for a huge bounce back. It's really the weird thing with the quarterback situation. Um, wait, who was your pick, Ant? Your favorite bet? Seattle. 
I'm okay. not trying to be a mark either. I think just plus 280 is pretty solid for a team that won the division last year, if I'm not mistaken, and I don't think they lost yeah. too much. Yeah, they did. They won the division. Uh, Rich, who do you got as the best bet or your favorite bet for this division? Seattle. Okay. Uh, any reason why it's not the Rams? Uh, Matthew Stafford, foul. <laughs> uh, Russ has had some success over Matthew Stafford, I'll say, in the NFL. Um, they have McVay, though. I really like McVay. I just don't like the fact that they lost Brandon Staley, their defensive coordinator. That dude was incredible. Um, they lost, you know, and then Shane Waldron coming over to the, C the Seahawks now is a little interesting. Um, it really comes down to the Niners for me because that 200 is nice and I might get Trey Lance doing some weird shit in Kyle Shanahan's system. Um, and they've got, they're always going to have 18 different running backs that are doing well. I'm very, very surprised. I mean, everyone got so far off the, the Cardinals after last year, after being on them. Like, I think everyone last year liked the Cardinals' value, maybe had them as their dark horse pick, but this year it's like, I don't know. I think everyone's waiting for the Cliff Kingsbury shoe to drop, if you know what I mean. Uh, I thought they were talking about uh, Hopkins getting the vaccination or not. <laughs> that too. What about you, Rich? What do you got for your dark horse? I like um, Seattle at 280 said, as well. You said Cardinals, right? But you I, said, wait, you said your favorite pick was the Niners? No, I, I, I just, I think that's the only other pick for me. As the Niners, um, but I'm I'm taking the Seahawks just because I'm getting two eighty. I'm getting the extra eighty. Because we always say the Niners, but since Kyle Shanahan took over, they're six and ten, four and twelve, thirteen and three, and they just yeah. went what two and twelve, two and four, three and four, three and thirteen. Yeah, this division is between the Seahawks and the the Rams basically every year. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but yeah, who's who's your? Of course, it has to be the Cardinals. Okay, and same. Well. And this was on Dark Horse? Yeah. Uh, I have Arizona. Okay, yep. That's fair. I mean, that's the best odds, and it's not like... I mean, they have Kyler Murray, and we'll we'll talk about, you know, some rookies here in a second, but I like some other pieces that they have as well. Uh, stay away. Uh, and who's your stay away in this division, or do you have one? Um... Yeah. Um... I think my stay away would be the Rams. Okay. I like the roster, but my, and I don't mind anything about them. I'm only going to say I think that their roster is very thin and very top heavy. So we already seen, I believe it was Cam Akers get hurt, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, so, you know, I just think it, it's, I, I don't mind any of these teams. I wouldn't stay away from really any of them. I just think the Rams are so top heavy that uh, a couple injuries to key players could really derail their whole season. And and I guess that goes for Seattle too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Rich, who's your stay away in this division? It's the Rams. Yeah. I'm I just don't I'm not really a big guy of Matt Stafford and they're very top heavy. They already lost the running back. Uh Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are cool, but they never like seem to get over the hump. They lost. Uh, Who did you guys get? John uh, Johnson, tight end. Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett. Yeah, John Johnson. Gerald Everett, yeah. Yeah, John yeah, Johnson. Lost, yeah, that's my boy, John Johnson the third. Yeah, I think for me it's just about the value here. So plus one eighty. Um, it's not the best value on the board, and you're taking them as the favorite with a lot of question marks. Um, so I just feel like you know every year we think that Seattle can't win the division, or you know we pencil someone in, and I think Vegas kind of realized it. Like you know what. Anyone can win this division. 
and I'm just taking the best odds out of the top three there because those three teams can be very close and can beat each other on any given day. Uh, so I will go, I will stay away from the Rams this year just because of the value. Uh, favorite rookie in this division, Ant? Um, boy, uh, I can tell you, I'm not, I mean, there's Trey Lance, right? But there's a lot of crap. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Zayvon Collins. Oh, um, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's a guy who has dog qualities. You know, he has a lot of shit I like to see, but he's also a very smart player. And um, if they get this right, I think the Cardinals can be contending for the NFC West crown. Um, I think he can make that defense a lot better. He's just a guy who really seems like he wants to play football. I don't know. I watched some of his YouTube shit. I was going to say tape, but it really is YouTube shit. Yeah. And yeah. it just always seems like he's hustling his ass off. And then you pair that with someone like a Buda Baker. I don't know. I just think uh, the Cardinals can surprise a lot of people. I think plus five, five, you know, if they can get some of these picks right. And I think uh, just to add to their draft capital, I think they got Rondell Moore, who I don't mind. I think right. he's out of Purdue. Um, I don't know when they got him. Blah, blah, blah. Second round, pick 49. Yeah, I think Rondell Moore is another, uh, you know, I don't know. For someone like Kyler Murray who runs around, he's a speedster. He's undersized. I think he's like 5'8". But I don't know. I like both of those picks, if I'm being honest, from Arizona. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Rich, who do you got? We got Collins on the board. Who you got, cool. Rich? My favorite player in the whole wide world, Trey Lance. Okay. Trey Lance He's, Cowherd. Oh, he went to the best fucking... Yeah, but Trey Lance. He's already <laughs> hyping <in> his name. <laughs> this man has two first names. Rocket Arm. Smart as fuck. Gets to play with Kyle Shanahan. Good system. And then he gets to hand off the uh, ball to Trey Sh uh, Sermon, who was probably my second favorite pick. Okay. Um, you know, I'll go Rondell Moore. I like Rondell Moore a lot, and I think that he can eventually, uh, I'm not super impressed with Christian Kirk. I feel like he had a chance to pop, and, you know, he's been fine. He's been a good receiver, but I think Rondell Moore could actually be a difference maker, so I'll go Rondell. And, and, I, guess, and I guess if we're being honest, Brad, it doesn't quite matter when Hopkins is getting doubled. You just need another guy to get open, whether that be from the slot or the other side of the field, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Correct. Uh, favorite coach QB combo, Rich, from an outsider standpoint. Kyle Shanahan and Trey Lance, he's never taken a snap. Okay. Uh, and Ant? I'm going to go my favorite. I think uh, my favorite is Cliff and uh, Murray. Wow. You can, you, can, you can say what you want about Cliff as far as uh, coaching an overall team, defense, you can say all that, but I think just coach the quarterback, I think that's pretty damn good. That is actually a great point because I didn't think of it that way. I thought of them individually packaged. But if you're thinking of them as like, hey, I need my coach and quarterback to work together, that might put Russ and Pete at the bottom, honestly. That's why I couldn't go with Russ and Pete. Yeah. Russ, Pete is just a defensive head coach. Like, that is what it is. They're not a – like, um, you know, overall, like as far as the way they think about the game, yeah – they work but as far as you know uh as far as what they want to get done on the field he wants to run the ball and russ obviously wants to throw um i am gonna go mcveigh stafford i think mcveigh is perennially underrated sometimes for what he's doing and um i just i don't know it seems like not only is he getting his players in the best position but his coaches are also reinventing things it's insane that 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 the organization as a whole 
with Sean McVay kind of running the creativity is they're changing football. So I'm going to go with McVay uh, with Stafford this year. I like Stafford a lot. I think he's a very smart quarterback. He's been in a tumultuous Detroit situation. Um, and I just, I don't know. I like those two. I, I just like McVay a lot. I will say, though, I, I thought about that. Like, that's who I thought I was going to go with. And the only reason I couldn't is because, although I think it's really going to work, and I think that McVay was obviously elevating Goff, as crazy as it sounds, I don't know that 100%. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I can't tell you that 100% until I see it, although I think that's what happened. Um, you know, I think McVay's really good. And I just haven't seen it from them, I guess is what I'm saying. I know – I know minimally Murray can produce in that system regardless yep. of wins and losses. Right, exactly. Okay, uh, let's move on to one of our uh, our favorite segments. Okay. Now, the segment of the week. <laughs> Shit. I hope you're ready. I don't know. You know, goddamn. I keep the juice for this one. Ooh, All right. You got some dogs in NFC, let me fucking tell you. All right, we're moving on. It's NFC Top Dogs. And you can go ahead and start it off wherever you want. If you want to reintroduce what this is all about, go for it. All right, guys, in case you're tuning in for the first time or, you know, whatever it may be, you know, maybe you listen to your first pod. These are our dog rankings. This is starting off in preseason, you know, the inaugural season of the dogs. And I just want to let you know, this is kind of what we base it off of. In case you're confused, this is what I look for as far as, you know, looking for a dog top of my list ignorance we're going to go down to off the field issues in some type of way we're not talking domestic violence anything weird like that you guys know what i mean third we're talking style of play think marshawn lynch think these guys who you know they just play a certain type of way fourth swag whether that means you have two arm sleeves on and a visor you might have eye black. You just know when someone has some swag on the field, you see it. It makes you feel a certain type of way about them, regardless of if they're that good of a player. And then we're going to go down to what I like to call dog-like activity, right? And we usually see these after the play, verbally or physically. Sometimes it might cost your team 15 yards. Sometimes you're just chirping after giving up a first down. I like to see dogs do what dogs do after the play. I think we all like to see that. Uh, but that's kind of what I base this off of so far. It can still have room to kind of grow and, and you know, mature. But this is what we're looking at. Do you Are you guys still in agreement with kind of those core principles? Yep. I think you nailed it. And, uh, you know, we'll, as we go into some of these players, we'll talk about what the off-the-field stuff means. And um, since you said I'll start wherever, I'm going to start in the NFC East. And I want to start with the guy, Jalen Smith. And I know a lot of people may not think this isn't a dog. He might, he kind of was, I don't want to say he was a bust, but I don't know, his play kind of fell off, right? It doesn't matter to me so much. This guy is a dog. I mean, look at the gift I'm looking at. I don't know, that might have been a first down play from the Eagles. He's making it rain. I think he has two different color arm sleeves on while wearing a visor. Uh, Jalen Smith is just a dog, whether he's performing or not, and I love it. If I'm being honest, I don't like the Cowboys, but I have to admit this. I talked to Rich privately and Brand. This dude has a signature swipe after a play. I mean, that's kind of big. We can't name too many players who have a signature move after, whether it be a first down or they get a sack. 
I think Jalen Smith uh, is is a solid in my dog rankings. Kind of slipping, you know, because of the play a little bit, but he keeps the antics up after the play, so I can't drop him out of the NFC East rankings. And then I'm going to go to Chase Young. Uh, I mean, plays like a dog. He's a fucking dog through and through. He lived up to his, you know, his pick. The dude wears his jersey up past his belly button. I maybe it's not dog. I don't. It's dog to me. I think he wears a visor. He's about six six two. I don't know. He's just a fucking dog, right? And he just plays the right way. What do you guys think about my NFC East dogs or or some more people I should have considered? I was very very surprised you put Jalen Smith on there, but. When you think about it, it is more about his swag rating being very, very high with the celebrations yeah. and the arm sleeves. Um, I think you mentioned something very important. You know, his play might, might have fell on, fallen off recently, but he does not care about that. <laughs> that a lot's a yeah. big thing about dogs. You could be giving up That's fifty a, a game. Yeah, you give up fifty a game, but you make that one play. You're doing your celebration. Uh, He's doing the signature celebration. <laughs> Chase Young uh, is a different kind of dog. And I think this is the most important thing to remember. He might not put it all together. Like, he might not have that Jalen Smith side. But when you have someone, he's like the scary dog. Like, that guy's going to dog me out play after play after play. That's scary. Yeah. This is the left tackle saying, fuck, Chase Young's going to dog my ass out for the entirety of this game. And he might just take a shot at you during the game, like, for no reason, because he's that type of person. 100% agree. Um, I'm going to move to the NFC South, and uh, let, let me know if I'm wrong, guys. I'm going to be honest, I didn't, I didn't see tons of dogs in the South. Atlanta didn't have a, a crazy amount. I don't know. It just didn't feel like a strong dog division for me. But I'll start with someone like Alvin Kamara. You might say, oh, he catches a lot of balls out the backfield. He's not your traditional Marshawn ISO up the gut, helmet to helmet with the middle linebacker. But he's the guy who, if I'm being honest, he made the turf sleeves. I think that's what they're called. On the back of his arm, no one was wearing them up to their jersey before Alvin Kamara. The dude has a nose piercing. He wears the visor. He wears number 41, which wasn't a sexy number. Made it kind of sexy. Calvin Kamar is just a fucking dog, dude. He breaks tackles. I couldn't deny him of, of this, is what I'm saying. Uh, what do you guys think about Alvin? Are you surprised? Do you think he's there? Was I wrong? That one, I mean, he's low on the list for me. I'll say out of all these people, probably last. Uh, but if you're looking at, if you're looking at, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think you're right because people think of him as kind of a finesse player, but he does have physical traits. He has the swag. I just, I need to see something more, maybe in the physicality range. Something needs, I need something a little bit more out of Alvin. Yeah, I and I agree. And like I said, the South was kind of hard. I'm not gonna lie. Um, no, Cam second, Jordan. I, I, oh, and Marshawn Lattimore didn't do it for you either. He was actually second on my list, and I scratched him out for J.C. Horn. Lattimore. I it's hard to put Lattimore up there when you see, you know, when you got them boys in the NFC North. When you see the guy, you know, that's at the tops on the or near the tops in the NFC North. You know, he's just a uh, less dog version. So yeah, I don't want to get into yeah. that yet, but yeah. 
then I, Brent, I had to go and I'm projecting a little bit with the second guy at the South. That's J.C. Horn. I, I love this guy up to leading up to the draft. He actually went higher than I thought he would go in the draft. And I will say, and correct me if I'm wrong, Richard Brand, I think Horn went higher than he should have, maybe because of his dog rating. Absolutely. Dog qualities leading up to the draft. Do you think that's a, a true statement? That, no, that's 100% the reason that he went higher. Uh, there's no, no questioning that, that it was basically just his dog rating that pushed him up the charts. And I mean, he's the guy who has the swag, but not 100% worried about it. My big, you know, my dog radars went off when he started talking about already taking the number one receiver. And I just think this dude has it from a corner position. And I'm interested to see maybe some of his after the play antics, if he breaks up a pass when he's, you know, defending a Michael Thomas or a Mike Evans. I really am, I, like I said, I'm projecting, but I really think J.C. Horn is going to be a fun watch on, a, you know, red zone or whatever it may be. Just a guy to keep an eye on. Um, so that's what I have for the NFC South. Uh, as Brand said, I really did think about Lattimore and uh, Gordon. But other than that, um, like I was telling Rich and Brand, I think the, the Bucks have a weird, like, cumulative, like, dog rating. I don't know how to explain it. They have, like, a dog team. Yeah. yeah. One player who's uniquely standing out, but they just have a, a good amount of, like, you know, dogs, you know. Dog but traits. Guys, but none of their one. guys put, like, three or four together. Like, Sue has no swag or excitement. He's just a, he's kind of a dick. And he's off. He's an issues guy. I mean, Devin White is Devin White or Devin Bush? Devin White, like he's swaggy, but I don't know about dog. Yeah, exactly, exactly what went through my mind. So uh, nothing against those guys. I just think they make each other better for what they do, you know. So um, and then we're gonna go to, to the NFC North. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I had a a, a hard time kind of with this one as well. I didn't see a crazy amount of dogs in this division. But if I'm starting somewhere, I think a Jair Alexander is really a dog. I think he was a guy, A, coming out of college. He was a bit underrated because he was undersized. He all, always chirped a lot. I'm the best corner in the draft, blah, blah, blah. I didn't necessarily believe it. You get him out in the field, he looks cool. He has that swag. He has, I don't know if he has the visor, I'm not going to lie. But he just looks cool. I think he has the armbands thing is what Alexander does. But he's also shutting people down and kind of talking to them after the play. So I really like Alexander. In a town where you don't get many dogs, if I'm being 100% honest, you don't get too many of these personalities. And I think it's a, you know, kind of a, a, a breath of fresh air for Green Bay to get a corner like this. I like watching him play. Uh, do you guys like Alexander? I know we might be missing a trade or two. No, I Alexander is 100%. You're right. Uh, he's not like uh, who's the corner from last uh, last episode in the AFC. I don't. There was a corner last time that was like, yeah, this guy's. Who was it? Peters. Yeah, no, a completely different different type of guy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Jair Alexander just brings a lot of swag. He doesn't have the ignorance really, but he backs it up yeah. by being actually good and skilled. So you can still be good without complete ignorance and just being a damn good player. Um, and then I'm not going to lie. I will say again, maybe you guys have a better answer. I really, really, this might have been the the most I struggled with two guys in a division. I thought about putting one, if I'm being honest. But I did put Khalil Mack 
Uh, the dude is just fucking ripped. He does wear the visor. I kind of like the guy. He kind of has more dog in me. And it doesn't matter really, but if you stand up from the outside linebacker position in a rush, you have a little dog in you. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's Khalil Mack. I'm not going to lie. I don't have much to say. And maybe you guys can persuade me and tell me about another dog in the north that I'm missing, but it is Khalil Mack in his style of play. He gets to the quarterback and he's physical. And Khalil Mack also, sometimes he will bust out a little dance or something, you know, so when he gets into it, but yeah, no, I'm with you. Khalil Mack is a dog straight up. No one. <laughs> no one. No one. I didn't think Detroit had one. I didn't think the Vikings had one. Oh, Justin Jefferson. Never was so much swag. Ooh, Justin Jefferson is Ooh. kind of a dog. Right. No, no, Rich is 100% right. I think we will cross Khalil Mack out or just add Jefferson. Uh, I didn't think about him. I must have missed him. There was a lot of dogs running through my head. And uh, <laughs> Jefferson just didn't pop up, and I'm kind of ashamed. You know, I pride myself on finding these dogs. And Rich is 100% right. He might be top dog in the North. So uh, I will take Khalil Mack off, and, and Justin Jefferson is without a doubt there, just with dances alone. Yep. Okay. I agree. I'm with you. And then I saved the best for last, and I'm not just doing it because it's the West brand. Fritz. Yeah. Fritz. I mean, where, where do you guys want me to start with this? I, I don't know. Jaylen I think you shorted Ramsey. it. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're, you guys could explain this. You guys tell me the dog. I've done it. I want you or Rich. You guys I think, can, can we save Jalen Ramsey for last? Yeah. Okay. We'll okay. start with DeAndre Hopkins. Andre Hopkins is just a dog because, A, he always talks about it. He doesn't really give a fuck who's in front of him. Always puts up numbers. And in every, at least Seattle game I, I watch, always just chirping, whether it be like to trade flowers or some corner who just you knew he couldn't cover. Still going to talk shit to you. Wears a visor, has the dreads coming out the back. I think he wears the eye black or the tape over his nose or eyes. <laughs> Um, you guys agree on on Hopkins? Are you do you agree that I should have put him third, or should I have left him off and just put Adams and Rams? No, I really like DeAndre Hopkins. He is as a receiver. You saw what he did. He almost what did he? He ended a man's career, didn't he? In preseason, remember yeah, the practice? D'Angelo Hall. D'Angelo Hall. After your God, name. boy. <laughs> he was maybe twenty-two and was talking to a grown man. And uh, wanted to square up with him, but broke his fucking ankle and ended his career. Uh, yeah. Dog-like shit. Yep. 100. Uh, damn, I am getting shit from Jake saying DK has the hoop earring. It's true, Jake. It's true. But, I mean, he doesn't compare to these three, right? He doesn't have all, all – he's not – he doesn't have all the traits that these three have. Am I right, guys? Or what Wait, do you think about DK? DK, uh, DK should be close to the – you're just – it's tough to look at DK on this list, but if he was in the in the south or the east or the north, he's on the list. He true. dogs people out in the passing – like in the blocking yeah, that's game. true. And you saw a true. dog is going to make that play, the rundown chase down play. Damn, that's true. I just couldn't put him here, right? He's not ready yet. 
We've seen DK. We've seen DK dog people out after the play, like get in fights after the play. Like I, he's too nice, maybe off the field, but on the field he is a dog. So maybe it's just off the field. And he has time, dude. Yeah, he has. He has a lot of time. But he he's got the body. He's got the swag. He's got the play. Like I don't. I don't know what else. It's he's very close. Pup. Yeah, the pup. You know, just still. You know, getting groomed. But these next two. He's next. I I kid you not, and and maybe you guys will have different. These are the top two dogs in the league, as far as I'm concerned. What do you guys think before I get into it? Uh, yes, and I have one, but I think there's a huge gap between the two. A million. There's it, it's a million percent. It's not even close. But let's start with Jamal Adams. Um, I mean, which box doesn't he check? He had a contract dispute with the Jets. He got traded. He's having a contract dispute with us behind the scenes. <laughs> After being injured most of the year. He's a safety. He had nine and a half sacks. Doesn't cover 100% all that well for what you would say a safety does. Very, very fucking physical. Will take your fucking head off at any moment's notice. Will dance after a play. He wears 33. That's usually a bad number, but it's kind of swag for him. Or I don't know what number he wears now. I think it's still 33. He wears multiple armbands, arm sleeves. He has the visor going. He has the haircut. I mean, I'm just going down this list of just dog traits. Just tracks them all. Am I wrong or am I right, guys? No. Nope. Yeah, when I watch him, that's all I see. I just see dog. That's it. All right, boys. When we're talking about top absolute fucking dog in the league. I'm turning off the music for this. The the, the elite of the elite. This is what this is what you want. This is what you want coming out of college. This is the player you always want. It's going to be tough. You're going to fucking have to overpay him. He's not going to want to sign the first contract that you put it, you know, you know, put in front of him. You have to have this guy. I don't know how else to say it. It's Jalen Ramsey. A A didn't even a dog trade, but A, far and away, the best player at his position. Ran. Oh. He's far and away the, the, the best person in his position. That's not even on this sheet. Yeah, that easily, happens. easily. One, very ignorant, <laughs> whether it be with the press, on the field, gives zero fucks about anything. Yeah. In, in his own teammates at times, other than his one-on-one -on -one matchup. Shit. Doesn't check the box here. He doesn't check off the field issues. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, but it's it's not lim like I don't think off the field the issues is super limited to actual like he causes issues. He causes issues with other people off of and hold on now. When it comes to off field issues, remember he had a little dispute with Golden Tate and who he was dating. And remember, that that broke down into a big, big, uh, an actual fight on the field. Uh, so I do want to bring that up. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey and Golden Tate's something to do with, like, oh. it was like Golden Tate's sister or something. Oh, you're right. And then I also heard the story from his own mouth about him fighting a veteran because he wouldn't take the pads in as a rookie. Dog <laughs> Very dog -like. I'm going to go down the list. Hold on, hold on. Here it is. Uh, Ramsey broke up with Golden Tate's sister while she was pregnant. I think that'll do it for you for your off the field. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> that's a dog. That that's a dog move. Always, <laughs> always trying to dog someone. <laughs> always trying to dog someone at the line of scrimmage. Trying to dog someone in run support. It, it's, it, I don't like when DK plays against him. The dog. I don't know what the fuck you want me to say. Four swag. Come on, dude has the binky fucking mouthpiece. He has the visor. Two arm sleeves. Somehow he makes the Rams jerseys look better than I ever thought they could look. He has the towel coming out the back. Looks like an NCAA 14 player if I was playing it. That's great number. Great great number. You know, it's not like, you know, 76 or something. Great number. And then the thing I circled two times is dog like activities after the play, Brandon. We've both been there when he breaks up a slant route from DK on third and seven. He. What he says to him, it, it's it, it just really pisses me off as a viewer, and uh, it's just really a good a good dog trait from from Jalen. He has the complete fucking package. If you're looking to be a dog, if anyone's listening, if you're a young kid in high school and college, and you want to be a dog, I mean, look no further than Jalen Ramsey. You know, it, it, it is what it is. It's the complete package, and maybe the best player in the league. It's so crazy how in sync we are with the uh, with this trait, the dog trait. Because I'm right there with you. No one... Oh, coming into this, I was hoping that this would be your answer. Because otherwise, I'd, I would have had to dispute it. He's the number one dog. He's he's far and away the, the number one dog. He's the model for dogs in the NFL. He's the, the, the guy you do not ever want to play against. Because he's dogging you out during the play. He's dogging you out after the play. He's dogging you out in the interview after the game. Uh, there's yeah. absolutely nothing you can do to stop this and he guess what he's just better than you unfortunately he's he's a better player than you and you're fucked (laughs) literally the icing on the cake when you're just better when you have all the dog qualities and you literally can back them all up i i don't know what to do with you dude no you got it yeah you can have it you're the best (laughs) that's awesome okay well that's perfect uh anything else for this one for the top dogs we're going to continue this throughout the season we're going to add dogs we're going to do actual dog power rankings dog dog of the week top dog of the week all missing dog dog missing lost dogs whatever you want to call it we're doing it all um good all right and i I usually think Rich Powder's out. Oh, Rich, you're still here. Do you have anything to add, Rich? All right, Powdered out as usual. Right. We'll be uh, uploading this if you guys want to re-listen. We're keeping all these uh, all these bets, our favorites, our dark horses, all that stuff. That's going to be reviewed throughout the season. Next week, we're going to come back with our uh, a big, big prop betting uh show so a lot of conference stuff and a lot of prop bets best you know highest rushing total stuff like that so it'll be a fun week uh so until then five stars